Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Saletti, and it's Wednesday, April 26th, 2023. And we're on it again, privileged to have with us a man of dignity, respect, honor, knowledge, and passion, and a warrior for God and country, Judge Andrew Napolitano. Judge, thanks for being here today. A pleasure, as always, my dear friend. Thank you. You know, Judge, this Ukraine war just keeps going on now, and um, uh, it, it, it is building it up. I just read an article, uh, this defense guy from Germany uh, sending more and more weapons, saying we're, you know, we're in a fight, and uh, the so-called Green Party of Germany, you know, the woman in charge of that, you know, we're at war with Russia. She actually said words to almost that effect. And now, of course, with those papers that came out, the I guess we could call them Pentagon Papers 2.0, you know, there, there are NATO troops in Ukraine and American troops. Yes. So we're actually at war with, with Russia. And you said in your article that's coming out tomorrow, a great article, again, as all of them with great details, fighting Putin for empire, the empire-building debacle of nearly... 20-year American occupation of Afghanistan is a lesson unlearned by the government. And you go on to say about how George W. Bush, a little daddy's boy born on third base, who thought he had a home run, a little nothing of a clown, um, got us into the Afghan war, longest war in American history, and the debacle uh, that has resulted from it. So please tell us more about what you wrote. Well, I was analogizing the impulse of George W. Bush to the impulse of Joe Biden, which is the impulse for American empire. Uh, we, we have an ally in the Middle East in Israel, which is dependent upon us for a lot of cash. Uh, Bush and the globalists wanted to control uh, Afghanistan and uh, Iraq as well. Uh, they wasted hundreds of thousands of lives and trillions uh, of dollars uh, and accomplished nothing. And the government hasn't learned that lesson. Uh, the whole purpose of us being in uh, Ukraine uh, after the coup of 2014 fomented by the State Department to topple a popularly elected president uh, because he wouldn't permit American empire in Ukraine. He recognized that his financial uh, and commercial interests were best served by a, an alliance uh, with uh, Russia. He was toppled from office. The United States uh, inched uh, towards war by pushing NATO closer to Moscow. And now the United States has its war. And Joe Biden has this opportunity to build empire. And just as George W. Uh, Bush failed ingloriously, and now most of America thinks of him as you and I do, the same is going to happen to uh, old Joe uh, if we don't stop this, except now, unlike fighting uh, a ragtag group of herdsmen carrying 20-year-old Russian weapons, we are fighting the mightiest army on Earth, which is also a substantial nuclear power, which arguably has more uh, nuclear offensive uh, firepower than we do. Uh, and the fact that Biden doesn't see these dangers should cause people sleepless nights.
You are correct. The documents reveal NATO troops on the ground, American troops on the ground. Uh, Putin obviously knows that American boys are shooting American ammunition from American weaponry at Russian boys. American CIA is stealing Russian secrets and giving them to Ukraine uh, intel. If that's not war, I don't know what is, except it hasn't been declared and it hasn't been authorized, but Biden's doing it anyway. Sometimes I think you and I are shoveling against the tide because the war party in Congress all favors this. The mainstream media all favors this, particularly now with the Tucker Carlson gone. Uh, and people like you and I are whistling in the wind. Douglas um, McGregor and Scott Ritter, Phil Giraldi and Larry Johnson are whistling in the wind. We warn, we warn, we warn, and the war gets worse and we get deeper in. We now know that Ukraine has next to zero air defenses. And according to the Wall Street Journal this morning, only about 25 jets which are old NATO circa 1980 pieces of garbage. They cannot win this war. These, the uh, documents that the young man from uh, Massachusetts revealed, if he's the revealer, show that the senior military leadership knows Ukraine cannot win this war. And still, Joe Biden is invested in it, invested us in it politically and uh, financially and militarily. There's not a war that Joe Biden didn't love. Look at, look at the disgrace in that interview that when you mentioned Scott Ritter, who was the um, uh, weapons, right, for the uh, weapons inspector, for the uh, nuclear weapons inspector for the United Nations, said that there were no weapons of mass destruction in Iraq and how Biden went after him and ridiculed him. Biden, these Biden, Bush, Obama, Clinton, all these tough little boys who couldn't fight their way out of a paper bag. You know, they love war. You have, you have a quote in here about, um, you say, the lesson of Afghanistan is a warning that Biden has ignored. Like Bush, he doesn't care about spilling blood. Yeah, they don't care about spilling blood because it's not their blood. Correct. Throw throw uh, Lindsey Graham and a bunch of Republicans uh, in that group as well, which is why I say with a little bit of tongue in cheek, only a little, it's the war party. It's the overwhelming majority of Democrats and the overwhelming majority of Republicans uh, in the Congress. They want the same thing. They want to kill people. You know, you go on to say about Afghanistan, you said about the British troops in the 19th century and over 100,000 troops in the 20th century had failed to bend the culture and will of the rugged and wretched country. You know, so let's, you know, there's another one. There was another guy called Alexander the Great. Right. And he didn't do a great <laughs> job in Afghanistan either. And he mentioned the British into the Valley of Death rode the 600. Correct. You know, but again, and then Afghanistan with, with Russia there was another element there, too. Jimmy Carter and Brzezinski that created the Mujahideen. Yes. To go fight the Russians. Oh, yes. the Mujahideen that became Al-Qaeda, that Mujahideen? Yes. That nobody ever talks about? That and, and who put it together and financed it? A guy named Osama bin Laden. 
with yep. his father's millions from a construction company. The yep. American government created all this. Yep. And no one talks about it. Everybody looks up to that little peanut farmer, little freak, Jimmy Carter, the slime ball that deregulated the airline industry. When you and I used to fly first class back in the 70s, there were, what, 150 airlines? Now there are, what, four companies that control everything? Right. The little slimy Jimmy Carter that did away with the usury laws. So, hey, remember the mafia? They used to charge 10% interest. Oh, yeah, now they could charge anything they want. Oh, the slimy Jimmy Carter that allowed interstate banking. Banks were not allowed to leave the state that they were in before. It was intrastate banking. Bank of America was out in California. But you could thank Jimmy Carter. One little freak after another. You're talking about, Judge, how these people don't understand the implications of what they do. You know why they don't understand it? Because they are evil, demonic, ignorant, narcissistic, psychopathic freaks that people call their presidents, congressmen, and senators. These are the people that uh, that we have chosen because the system is rigged. It almost doesn't matter who you vote for uh, because on, on the, the cardinal issues of our day, the role of government in our lives and the role of the military overseas, both parties agree it doesn't matter uh, who gets elected. Trump, to his credit, at times was an iconoclast on this. I mean, Trump in 2015 and 16 broke with the war party and said, Afghanistan was a mistake. I'm bringing the troops home. Of course, they came home uh, under uh, a disastrous circumstance, which he negotiated and Biden uh, facilitated. But Trump's heart uh, was in the right place about ending uh, the, uh, the endless wars. Uh, George W. and uh, Barack Obama, uh, Bush's ignorance, Obama's arrogance furthered our involvement uh, in Ukraine. And so the point of my article is the government still hasn't learned its lesson. The yeah, Congress yeah. hasn't learned the lesson. The American public hasn't learned the lesson. Look at the latest polls. 65% want uh, Ukraine to win with American backing. Wait till the first American boy comes home in a body bag. Wait till that happens. You know, you said they didn't learn their lesson. And what I'm saying is you don't ask a murderer to learn their lesson. These are demonic, evil people that facts don't matter. And about another thing about Trump, by the way, how about what he did to Venezuela with trying to overthrow the Maduro government, putting that little clown Guaido in there. Right, right. Oh, and, then, and then killing Soleimani in Iran. Well, that was horrific. And how about so, moving the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem? Well, well, that was provocative. Look, Trump was no angel. Trump is is with us on Ukraine and was with us on um, uh, on Afghanistan. But all presidents love power and to an extent want to empire building, which is why he killed Soleimani and why he fomented uh, a uh, an unsuccessful coup uh, in uh, Venezuela. And and again, what you also mentioned is about that. This isn't democracy anymore. And that you talked about running campaigns. This is the headline now. Just picked this up before we went on the air. 
from CNBC. You ready? Big money donors rally behind Biden as he launches his reelection bid. Isn't that great? Yeah. Big money, big money donors. So all you people, all us people, the plantation workers of Slavelandia, you can't run for anything. It's only if you're backed by the rich. Morons and imbeciles call these campaign contributions. Adults call them bribes and payoffs. These are the people. This is the headline. Yeah. Big money Democrats donors are lining up to support President Joe Biden. Now that he confirmed his running re-election. Reed Hoffman, the billionaire LinkedIn co-founder, is offered to host fundraising events. Haim Sabin, media mogul and creator of Power Rangers, said, quote, he will do all I can to have President Biden re-elected for a well-deserved second term. Well-deserved? Who the hell are you talking to? Hey, I'm a billionaire, Salenti. You're just a piece of crap. He's well-deserved. Well-deserved for what? What did he do to improve this country? Slime ball? Oh, I shouldn't say that. Maybe he'll have me killed. Well, you know, the fact that um, the media takes that seriously and un uncritically shows you how, contrary to when we were young and the media was adverse to the government and was challenging the government and trying to expose the government, particularly during the Vietnam War era, uh, today, because the CIA has effectively bribed the media by giving it secret information, which is just the CIA's version of things, uh, the media maintains its support, continued support of uh, big government. You know, I, I, I don't even know that whoever the Republican candidate will be would be any better uh, than Joe Biden. It would have to be an iconoclast, a person willing uh, to shake things up. But if it's a mainstream Republican, they're in favor of the war. They're in favor uh, of big government. Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, wants to raise the debt ceiling by a trillion and a half. Only a trillion and a half, Kevin. I mean, these people are all, <clears throat> excuse me, Gerald, they're all in the same pocket. Big I government's know. pocket. Well, you know, I, I want to see uh, uh, RFK Jr., you know, again, people don't like him, a lot of them, because it was climate change issues. But, you know, on other issues, again, as I see it, and the motto of the Trends Journal is think for yourself. He's, he aims, these are criticisms about the pharmaceutical industry, big social media companies that he accused of censorship, a comment, commitment, um, uh, Mr. Biden's commitment to the war in Ukraine, and former Donald Trump's lockdown of the country early in the pandemic. This is what happens when you censor somebody for 18 years, he said. And again, uh, I believe he has a shot, but he's not going to go anywhere because now it's coming out that Biden will not debate anyone. So well, there Biden won't be any can't debate. debate anyone. He can't debate RFK Jr. Nope. And assuming he gets the nomination, he can't debate uh, Trump or DeSantis or whoever the Yep. Uh, Republican uh, nominee uh, is going to be. I I concede with you that RFK Jr. has has aspects of greatness to him and a willingness to shake and to tame the system, to break uh, the American rhythm of war and the American rhythm of a corporatism between big government uh, and big business. And I'm a thousand percent with you and with him. Uh, on all of that. 
We'll see. We'll see where it goes. You know, the, the base of the Democratic Party, which is to what he's appealing now, uh, is hard left. Even the progressives in the Democratic uh, Party are in favor of this war. So he, he's got to change some minds, but he has the skills with which to do it. And if he had you as vice president, that would really be great because it would bring in a whole different crowd and that yes. he needs. You know, and going back to um, th this thing about the, uh, th this money going to the, uh, the candidates, it's disgusting. And, and uh, Alexander Soros, son of billionaire George Soros, said in a tweet, quote, he's riding with Biden. One billionaire after another. This is not a democracy. Everybody get this in your head. And it's a disgrace what's going on over here. And we have a bunch of imbecile, moronic, demonic people running and ruining our lives. And again, you know, this article that you wrote, the lesson of Afghanistan is a warning. And that Biden has ignored. And now they got us into this Ukraine war. And the fear is that there's going to be a nuclear exchange. And as we wrote in this week's Trends Journal, they are, and that's your cover, your Trends Journal, endangered species over here. You're talking about the empire, and it's an empire in decline. Um, that the Russians are now saying over and over again that we're getting closer and closer to a nuclear exchange. But the mainstream media is not reporting it. And you also mentioned about how the mainstream media used to be when we were young. I'll never forget when I was in college and in graduate school, how many people wanted to become journalists because of the, the, the Pentagon papers being released, what Hirsch was doing, what Seymour Hirsch was doing. People were so proud of the journalists for, for speaking up, standing up and speaking out against the government committing crimes. And now journalism is dead because what do you have? Five countries that five companies, large companies, that control 92% or 95% of the media. And right. you can thank Bill Clinton is 1996 federal communications act that allowed the bigs to take over everything. Right. Right. It's not, it's not the noble honorable uh, profession that it once uh, was. And without, you know, changing the subject radically, you get a, a little bit too strong, a little bit too anti-establishment, even if you are the king of the hill at, at the biggest cable network in America, you get fired. Yep. And again, think about that. It's big news that Tucker Carlson got fired. One guy, one guy in the entire mainstream media that wasn't on the same page with 99.99999% and he's fired. That shows you how bad it is. That one guy is making all this news because he doesn't agree with the mainstream narrative. That shows you America, the country bringing freedom and democracy to countries around the world. Oh, by the way, you mentioned about how Woodrow Wilson at arrogant slimeball may rotten hell that gave us the federal reserve federal income tax the irs in world war one that was his slogan bring freedom and democracy kill kill innocence to make the world safe for democracy and sow the seeds for world war ii uh, arguably the worst president in american history after abraham lincoln
in terms yeah. of uh, needless uh, deaths and authoritarianism. Well, Judge, you know, right. we, we, one of these days we have to have a Wednesday where all we talk about are happy things. <laughs> oh, yeah. You mean like the, the great music or the uh, the way people dress? And and uh, oh, 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 by the way, the big news now, young people are getting more surgery now for obesity. Oh. Yeah. Don't rather than stop eating crap. No, right. get surgery. What are we going to talk about? Look at this country's going down in front of our eyes. And that's why we're so heartbroken and fight the way we do. And remember, everybody, you see the judge live right up here in Kingston on May 27th on the four corners of freedom, Crown and John Street. So far, we got Judge Andrew Napolitano, Gary No, John Whitehead, Frank Murata, and more coming. So remember, do what you can to support us because we're doing everything we can to support you. And Judge, who's on the next show in uh, Judging Freedom? Uh, Colonel McGregor, 3 o'clock this afternoon, Eastern. And then my old CIA buddy, who, of course, is not with us on anything, and my audience loves to hate him, Jack Devine at 4 o'clock, Eastern. <laughs> wow, great. Thanks for all you're doing, Judge. And we'll Thank see you, you next Gerald. week. All the best.